Popcorn for Dinner. This is Jeff. And Kelly. Welcome to week three of uh, Ladies in Their Underwear Month. <laughs> I'm a little, I mean, I'm still a little uh, in the dark on exactly what the what the secret theme is that we're doing here. <laughs> when you said that seeing this movie this week would like probably put you in the right direction, I was like, uh oh! <laughs> I was like, I don't know, I don't know how. Yeah. Like that is the leftist turn from the, the the previous two movies. Like one of the things that like confounded me about it was the way that you were like, I'm pretty sure some of them will fit. So it was like, okay, so it's a very specific content of the movie thing mm-hmm. that is in fact connecting all these things, and not just some sort of fact about the movie that you could quantify otherwise. Yeah, you know. So it's like, okay, so it's not like highest grossing female-led <laughs> movies or you know something like that. You know, it's like it can't be something that you could have just looked up and been like, oh yeah, they all are, mm-hmm. because you were like, I'm pretty sure. Yeah. About it, so that really like. Mm, Threw a wrench in my <laughs> in my thought process a little bit, but we will get into the movie uh, for this week, which was a wonderful surprise to to like have pop up because the movie that I've seen before, a movie that I really dig, a movie that I own. Uh, it was a little selfish of me to put this in here too because I was like, I haven't seen this yet. It hasn't made its way in to yeah. the rotation yet. Perfect. When I found out that, you know, I did do some research ahead of time. Okay. So when I got a, like, good idea that this was going to work, I was like, all right, perfect. It's in. (laughs) So it was a little selfish, too, but I'm glad that it was a good change of pace for you as well. Oh, yeah. I mean, mean, it was, it's it's something that we kind of haven't had in a little while of, like, a movie that I've been meaning to rewatch anyway. Mm -hmm. And so having it be like, oh, so the movie for this week, you know, finding the time you know, and, and not to be like, oh, because I love yeah. watching movies, but like <laughs> specifically cutting the time out of, you know, doing other things mm-hmm. uh, to watch a movie and it being like, oh, it's a movie that I've been wanting to watch anyway. So yeah. it kind of kills two birds right there. Yeah. And it also <laughs> was like just hilariously relevant to me because I had just recently watched the Alien versus Predator movies mm-hmm. just because I was like, I don't think I've seen them. Yeah. I feel like I maybe saw the first one, but then while I was watching it, I was like, actually, no, I don't think I had. So it was yeah. like, oh, this is fun. But like, I hadn't really watched any alien related stuff in a while. And so I just happened to throw those on. And then boom, here we are. Week three, the 1979 science fiction horror film, Alien. The original. The original, yes. The original Alien. Uh, Sigourney Weaver, Tom Skerritt, uh, Ridley Scott directed it. Mm-hmm. Uh, classic. I was actually reading because I hadn't really looked into it before. Uh, apparently on its like first release, everyone was like, eh. <laughs> you know, like when it first came out, people were like, yeah, it was fine. It was good. Yeah. It looked, it, probably, it, looked, it looked pretty cool, but you know, whatever. I don't know. And then it wasn't until like maybe a few years later that it got kind of re-evaluated and was looked at as more of a classic. That's... Uh, which seems wild yeah. to me because like I don't understand how the, like the things that happen <laughs> in this movie... Like, I don't understand how audiences couldn't sit and watch that and be like, this is the fucking, this is the shit. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, 79, Star Wars, two years previously, mm-hmm. one of the big reasons that it kind of got made was because it was like, space movies, yeah. space movies, everybody, do space yeah. movies with spaceships uh, yeah. and junk. Was it was it a nod to Star Wars with the first 
you know, opening scene being the ship just flying. I'm sure. In. Yeah, I'm sure that it was just like a clear <laughs> nod right to that. You got a space movie. You got aliens. Uh, it's not necessarily like new territory for movies. You mm-hmm. know, like there's been alien movies before. And, yeah. You know, space movies and junk like that. But like this, it just watching it again, and obviously you for the first time, mm-hmm. like just looking at how much craft work there is to it yeah you know like real craft work of how everything looks and and works and obviously yes it's the 70s there's <laughs> there are times where the special effects aren't great yeah it's uh it's wonderful that there's basically like no cgi in this movie mm-hmm. everything is just in the camera they made it they did it yeah it's awesome uh for that fact you know like everything feels like they're there yeah you know nothing oh, yeah. ever feels like oh they've put people Mm-hmm. into that's, a scenario that's a green screen <laughs> exactly yeah. exactly uh so that definitely helps too but like really looking at all of the alien related stuff like the actual mm-hmm. beings the eggs it's, the face hugger everything is so detailed and it's like they so, clearly put so much thought into every aspect of this being creature, yeah, yeah <laughs> this this horrible thing that comes upon our our poor crew yeah. of the spaceship um after a space merchant vessel receives an unknown transmission as a distress call one of the crew is attacked by a mysterious life form and they soon realize that its life cycle has merely begun i like phrasing it that way like yeah. oh oh this was just the beginning of it it's it becomes something else completely mm-hmm. uh which is like i think one of the coolest things about it and one of the things that i feel like uh shows that level of like craftsmanship Mm -hmm. uh is the way that it's like yeah there's the creature that comes out of the egg yeah the egg itself the creature that comes out of the egg like what it does yeah you know and then that part ends Mm -hmm. and then there's this new thing and then how it escapes and then it grows and it you know that it's not just like there's a monster on the ship yeah one singular form of monster that chases them and hides and this Mm -hmm. whatever it's like the whole time you're just like what is it and what is it doing yeah which is so much more terrifying than just like it's scary and it's over there yeah you know like the the like the silences as they're just trying to figure things out Mm -hmm. i feel are like just really mostly wonderfully done (laughs) i realized like partway through that i think the last time i watched this movie was the director's cut which uh is just like a little bit different it adds a scene that in the canon of alien because obviously after this it becomes a huge gigantic franchise Mm -hmm. based on the sequel that james cameron makes aliens the alien has a queen and the queen lays eggs yeah. And the eggs birth the things and they grab the faces and it all, you know, big, you know, the cycle of that. Mm-hmm. In the deleted scene, uh, Ripley finds Dallas. Okay. Like, you know, because in the, the scene where he just gets attacked, he basically just disappears from the movie. You're like, oh, he's dead. Yeah. Uh, so in the in the director's cut, the extra scene, she finds him and he's like cocooned up on the wall, mm-hmm. sort of turning into an egg. Okay. And so it's implied that the aliens create the eggs from people to create a new thing. Like that's what that life cycle was was gotcha. in the movie. Gotcha, gotcha. And then once they cut that scene, 
in the next movie they're like oh no 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 it's a queen they do it this way they don't do it that way yeah <laughs> so the version i watched is technically like wrong <laughs> but i was reading about it and it's technically a minute shorter than the theatrical cut even though it adds a scene because it tightens a lot of other stuff up okay and to me, I feel like that is my preferred version because mm -hmm. even loving it as much as I did, there were many moments like I didn't take too many notes because obviously it's, yeah. <laughs> it's a movie that I've seen, you know, a, a quite a few times. But I did write down like, oh, man, OK, let's can we <laughs> like there's a, just a few scenes of them doing stuff that is just like you could have cut maybe maybe 10 seconds mm -hmm. off of this and gotten the same effect without it starting to feel a little tedious. And that yeah. was, it was just little bits of that. But for the most part, like I loved, you know, the bit when, when the, the face hugger is <laughs> gone mm -hmm. and they're like, well, where the fuck did it go? And they're searching for it. Like that moment, you know, how long that moment took yeah. <laughs> was like, Ooh, like, Oh, you're just feeling that suspense of like, does it, does it jump out and get someone else or mm -hmm. whatever? And then it's dead. And you're like, Oh fuck. What now? How that can't be the end of it. Yeah. It can't just die. And they're fine now. Yeah. <laughs> you know, since it is such a famous movie though, and has that wonderful chest burster, like mm -hmm. uh, just classic horror movie scene. You must have known that that was coming in some fashion, right? <laughs> yeah. And when he, uh, God, what was? It was Kane was the guy. Yes. Like, like John Hurt plays Kane, mm -hmm. who, you know, I, I don't I don't really recall what their roles are on the ship other than Dallas being the captain and, uh, and Parker and Brett being the, like, maintenance guys, mm -hmm. <laughs> sort of. Like, they seemed like a lower rung. <laughs> Lambert was second in command making ripley third third in command yeah okay and then kane's there and he does whatever ash is there he's the science officer yeah maybe um, kane was also a scientist yeah possibly i don't know uh <laughs> that's why he was the one that went down and was exploring yeah you, i guess that that could make some sense um but yeah you were saying <laughs> that when kane was doing so you, you yeah well he like he he came to and was feeling fine uh -huh. and then was hungry and i was like is he hungry is the alien hungry <laughs> like i know the alien somewhere in his yeah, abdomen his body. <laughs> <laughs> you know i i didn't know if it was i was pretty sure it was like stomach more area than chest area but yeah it, i mean they call it the chest burster cuz obviously that's the better yeah term than the stomach buster or something like that the sounds like buster. yeah that sounds like a big burger <laughs> yeah you know <laughs> it probably is yeah um but yeah, yeah essentially it's... like uh, they don't really show it in this one i'm sure there's like a way more detailed showing in one of the later movies of the like proboscis that comes out of that thing that goes mm -hmm. down the throat yeah they showed stuff. You like, there's yeah, a little, they showed there... a little bit in saying like it, that's how it was feeding him or you know giving him oxygen right right yeah that it's like down on in there but i'm sure i think they show it a little more like viscerally probably <laughs> in one of the other movies better technology yeah i mean <laughs> it's it's awesome what they do oh yeah with what they have in this one like that fucking monster thing looks fucking real mm -hmm. like and uh, like the 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 big one 
looks fine. And there are some scenes where it's like, okay, that's a guy in a suit with a big head on. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> they sort of do like the, the series eventually kind of like tries to make that cool by being like, well, what happens is that when the thing comes out of the egg and it attaches to a creature, the creature that comes out has attributes of the creature that it like gestated in. So like if one okay. of those things came out and it like grabbed a cow, the creature that would burst out would be an alien that has some cow features to it, like maybe hooves or something. I don't yeah. know. Like, but that that's how it would roll. <laughs> so since it grabbed a guy, mm-hmm. it comes out and it has a sort of human like body. That's the that's the explanation for that to make it okay. seem a little bit better that yeah. it, that at some point it's like that's just a man <laughs> with a big goofy head on. Uh, like that that one does look cool and I love the design of it. I love it's it's a scary creature. I will say that like mm-hmm. like it, there's a level of subjectivity to scary. <laughs> yeah. Uh, and I think that thing hits all the right buttons of like there's no fucking eyes. It looks so slimy mm-hmm. and like just like it, it's like that that's like an exoskeleton so it's sort of bug like and like a gross horrible monster bug kind of way like ooh, yeah. it's all sorts of creepy and terrifying also- in the mouth, the double mouth. Mm-hmm. Ooh, that's like oh god. Like you ooh. see its mouth open and you're like fuck it's going to eat me and then a tinier mouth is in there and you're like fuck that's gonna eat me like oh god there's so much horror to this creature it's it's a wonderful thing but the the face hugger part Mm -hmm. when they have it there when they're doing the like autopsy on it and shit like that looks like a creature yeah you know and Mm -hmm. i I know that they used like real animal parts Mm -hmm. in the prop like like stitched together yeah to make it like you know look like organs or whatever that they're they're Mm -hmm. messing with but it make it look like leathery and stuff yeah but still it looks so good Mm -hmm. and that i think helps it as well and some of the like some of the puppeteering to it as well like that there's something so horrifying to me when they're like messing with it on kane's face and the tail kind of like like starts wrapping around his Mm -hmm. neck where it's like, Getting oh, it's, yeah, like, it's yeah. alive and it's aware and it knows you're doing something to it. Oh, my God. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like, oh, there's it's to me, it's like the perfect alien movie and not the franchise alien. Yeah. But like the perfect alien movie. Like these yeah. are the most horrifying kind of alien. Like they're not like, hello there. We are aliens. <laughs> like they're not civilized. They're Mm-mm. not coming to talk to you no but they're also not just like it's like a bear in space or like some (laughs) you know some like really crappy like low imagination levels like this is something that could never exist in our world yeah and so it's it's perfectly alien it's so good yeah there were so many classic scenes in this Mm -hmm. that that really like i was saying before it seems so hard to believe that people sat and watched it and weren't like, yeah, like I like I, I can only imagine. I'm sure because you know, critical reviews and peer appreciation aren't necessarily you know the same thing. Mm-hmm. So I'm sure there were other filmmakers out there who looked at this movie and were like, fuck. If you yeah. do a space movie, you got to step it the fuck up. Yeah. Because look at this. Yeah. <laughs> like, Fucking look, Ridley Scott over yeah, here. Yeah, this son of a bitch. <laughs> Second movie he ever directed. And it's this. And it's amazing. And it's so fucking good. But obviously, the, like, centerpiece of the movie and the thing that becomes the, like, through line through the rest of the series because, I mean, it has to. It's, like, the only thing. <laughs> Sigourney Weaver. Of you course. know, like she's yeah. the only one who makes it out at the end, other than the cat, I assume. Yeah, Jones. Yeah, Jonesy. 
Um, she, you know, she defeats the alien. She battles it and defeats it. Mm-hmm. Uh, so clearly she's the hero. She's, you know, the coolest <laughs> and the best. Uh, and it helps that she's smart and good yes. throughout the rest of the movie. And it's something that I definitely really appreciate about this movie mm-hmm. is that it seemed mm-hmm. like this movie knew that like Ripley is the lead character and is the one who's going to survive. So Ripley needs to be smart and needs yeah. to do the like the right thing just so that the, the audience isn't sitting there like this fucking moron. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, cause when they get, when, when they go to the ship and they find the fucking giant cavern of eggs yeah, and the, which is horrifying. And then like, yeah. uh, the one thing I really <laughs> loved that seemed like it was maybe a mistake, but I don't care. Cause I felt like it worked in just making everything like, fucking weird and what's going on did you notice the like condensation dripping on the egg when kane goes up to it yes dripping up did you see that no yeah it's dripping up it's good like it's rolling up the egg and then up into the air and so the reason why is because the shot is upside down to make the puppet thing come out of the egg Mm. they shot it with the egg upside down so that it would shoot down and out Instead of trying to force it up. Yeah. So in that shot, the, there's condensation that's dripping down onto it that then reverses and like flies <laughs> up and out of the screen. And it doesn't make any sense, but it works for me. Like even, yeah. even noticing it, it's just like something is wrong here. This is the last place anybody <laughs> should be. I know that like a moment before he gets there, somebody says, let's get out of here. I wrote, duh. Yeah. There, <laughs> I had super so... Obvious. So many notes about like that's that's an idiot decision. Oh, that's that's so dumb. Why or what is <laughs> why? Go back. Just mm-hmm. go home. Because when they come back with Kane and he's unconscious and clearly there's a fucking monster attached to his face, like mm-hmm. you know, it's not just like he got hurt. It's like look look what's on his fucking face. Yeah. <laughs> there's an alien thing on his face. <laughs> and Ripley's just like, Oh, wow, that sucks. Can't let you in though. Yeah. And obviously everyone's like, what are you talking about? This is Kane we're talking about. He needs help. And she's just like, yeah, but guys, remember? There's a mandated quarantine. Yeah, exactly. Like, remember how we're supposed to do that? I can't. And if I was out there, you would do this. Yeah. And I would be okay with it because I know that's what you have to do. Yeah. And they're just like, no, you idiot. Let us in. And then, of course, Ash lets her in, uh, which is a wonderful little, like, subplot of Mm -hmm. the plot that I think, I don't know if I, like just didn't really remember it like i knew that there was like obviously i knew he was a robot like <laughs> did, i'm sure that was a surprise to you it was you know like of all the things in in alien that are like oh yeah duh the you know the chest burster or uh-huh. the this or the that the <laughs> ian holm being a robot the whole time is not one that's like way high up there on the list of like casual fans yeah know that he explodes and his head pops <laughs> off and milk flies out and all the craziness um so that's pretty hysterical were you like fully like what i i started to suspect something when he was sweating milk oh, or right. what looked like milk yeah, i was yeah, like yeah. why what is white on his face like the first time i saw a drop i was like okay maybe that's just a mistake like there's something mm. like Maybe there was a weird bit of lighting that made his sweat look white for yeah, some reason. Yeah. And then <laughs> it increased. And I was like, no, this is something. Something's off. Yeah, something's very wrong with what this man. Is, 
what is happening? Why <laughs> why is he filled with milk? <laughs> um <clears throat> yeah, I I I certainly love that whole thing where it's like there's the mystery of the creature and then there's also just this suspicious character doing things that mm-hmm. like mm, I don't know about that and like obviously they you know you the movie wouldn't happen if Ripley left everyone outside the ship and like went home yeah then there'd be no movie so obviously like they have to get back in the ship the movie has to keep going there's this you know at that point there's now this like building like rhythm of like suspension tension you know what I mean because like at mm. first when they're kind of just like rolling through space and chatting about their contracts <laughs> and you know all that kind of yeah. stuff it sets the stage and i love it and i think all the all the actors are really great mm-hmm. and nobody feels too much like a stereotypical movie character you know like and here's the dummy and here's the yeah. <laughs> and here's the jock and here's the this like you know what i mean like they're all just yeah. dudes they're all just workers like they're essentially mm-hmm. space truckers yeah you know they're not they're not really like it's not like we are the astronauts of the you know yeah. <laughs> you know they're not space people no it's just the world they live in mm-hmm. involves going through space so yeah. they have to know about it and transporting so, some sort of refinery mind element or something yeah yeah so like them being sort of just like regular old folks yeah was was interesting and then you had this guy who has like a uniform mm-hmm. and he's the science officer and so you're kind of <laughs> like what is he's different than everyone yeah clearly in some way what is he doing mm-hmm. so like while you're trying to figure out what this alien is and like what's happening to them you're also like but keep a fucking eye on that guy yeah because there's something up with him what is what is wrong with ash <laughs> yeah and i liked that ripley does have that moment where she's like so how about that quarantine thing that you didn't let me do mm-hmm. <laughs> and then he has I, I forget the exact line i wanted to write it down but honestly so many times i was just just sitting and watching like yeah <laughs> this fucking movie uh but he has he, he he tries to turn it around of like it's my job or something like that and it was like, no, your job is to keep the quarantine. Yeah. You're clearly doing something. But obviously Ripley's not that sort of person mm-hmm. yet. Yeah. You know what I mean? As the series goes, she obviously becomes very action lady who's like done this before, been mm-hmm. around the block. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? So like in she, this one, though, she's an innocent. She progresses like Jamie Lee. Yeah. Or like Linda Hamilton at Terminator or, you know, all that kind of junk. So, like, her not standing up to him right there about it is like, okay, yeah, the movie's got to keep going. But it was like, no, that was a bad argument. Mm-hmm. Like, he's he's bullshitting. He's full of it. And she should call him out. But she just doesn't yet. Yeah. And I honestly really loved the, like, reveal. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like, the fact that, like, oh, none of this was on accident. Yeah. Like, getting the beacon? Yes. You know, because the beacon just happened and they were going past it or whatever. Yeah. But, like, from that moment on, it was essentially like, yeah, and this is what's going to happen. Is that you're going to go down there and you're going to collect this thing Mm -hmm. and you're going to bring it back. And if it kills you all, what are you going to do? Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) You know, which is, like, it gives it that extra element. You know what I mean? That's, That's more than just, like, and a monster got on the ship and now we're scared. Yeah. Where it's like, oh, fuck. He let it on the ship. Like, oh, somebody wants this thing. Mm-hmm. Like, clearly there's this, like, bigger conspiracy happening, like, outside of yeah. the world of this movie. <laughs> mm-hmm. You know, which gives it just that cool, like, oh, what else could there? You know, it, it sort of just makes the world 
bigger. Yeah. You know, which I, I really <laughs> dig. Like all of it kind of works to make a fairly streamlined movie. Like I said, if it just maybe caught a few minutes here and there. Yeah. <laughs> Ten <laughs> just, seconds just here, five yeah, really. seconds there. Yeah, like it's not even like this whole scene can go. Yeah. <laughs> it's just like cut a little bit of the like blank stares back and forth a couple of times. I am curious if you know how many sticks of gum Parker goes through. <laughs> I don't think that there's a specific uh, number. No, no, no one statted that yet. <laughs> Not that I know of. No, <laughs> <laughs> that was something. It was like every other scene he was in, he was sticking another fucking piece of gum in his mouth, and you never see him spit it out. <laughs> it's, it's it's movie magic. <laughs> I love. I mean, I love Parker and Brett. They're wonderful because it's like they're they're kind of funny, mm-hmm. but not like specific comic relief, like written jokes kind of funny that yeah. like a modern movie would would maybe have, you know, like <laughs> like like a Ryan Reynolds type. Like if we probably went and watched that movie Life again that had Ryan Reynolds in it, he would probably be written the way that I'm talking about of like, oh, come on. He was. It's so overbearing <laughs> of like these jokes. But like he uh, uh, Parker had one of the first lines that I wrote down, which is just so great, where he just said, I don't want to hear it. I want to go party. Yeah. You know, where they were the, you know, discussing the whole, like, should we go check out the beacon? Should we not? Mm-hmm. And he's just like, fuck that shit. Yeah. <laughs> like, let's just go home. We're supposed to go home. Yeah. I want to go in there. And, uh, you know, I guess it's the first clue into the fact that there's, you know, a bigger thing at play here. The fact that there's a clause in their contracts Mm-hmm. to go and search out mysterious beacons. Yeah. You're like, I would never sign that contract. It was like, by the way, you're months away in space. 11 months. Like, you're so far away moving through space that you are months from Earth. And there's a distress beacon of some random sort way out there in the in the depths of space. And your contract is like, you have to go check that out. Yeah. No, absolutely uh-uh. not. Never in a million years. No. I would not sign that fucking contract. Um, but yeah, it's kind of hysterical that like, oh, yeah, I guess that's, mm-hmm. you know, that's what they would want is yeah. for people to be like, oh, we have to go do it so that people can't which, ditch out on it. <laughs> which kind of makes me think like, was their mission like mission was there whatever their they were yeah, calling the, the job they were the, doing. Yeah, whatever it, it was their job like to organized go there yeah so that they would be whatever their travels would take them past that that place, area that planet i mean i don't know what the eventual like canon storyline really becomes you know like i've mm. seen this obviously i've seen aliens uh i don't believe i've seen alien 3 or resurrection at least not all of resurrection i know i've seen tiny bits of it um, but like, I don't know what the company, I know it's Wayland yutani is the name of the company mm-hmm. that like, you know, that is sort of the like big bad company okay, of trying this to get world. The alien. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Like okay, they're okay. the ones who that's the plan for, mm-hmm. but I don't know if that is specifically, you know, like if, you know, cause it seems weird, like that they are already pulling the thing back, you know, they're already towing the thing. Yeah. And then they would go to the planet and find the alien and then bring it back and then it would kill everybody. And then like, what you know, you know what I mean? It's like, what happens then to the thing they're towing? Why I mean, would, if, if they were specifically sending them out there, you'd think that they would hit the beacon and send them there 
before they get to the thing they need to tow so that they can still tow that thing and make the money from it. You know what I mean? And not have a ship full of dead people with an alien on it that they then have to like go get. Well, unless <laughs> unless there's like an autopilot. I mean, there is because so, they all go in the pods. Yeah. So, yeah, so, I guess. And then, you know, they just figure out once the ship is closer to Earth, they just figure out some something else some that way, way. catch it i yeah. mean that's really the like craziest thing is like okay so they want the organism right mm-hmm. so they are willing and apparently they know like what it is and what it does yeah at least to a certain extent <clears throat> i mean they must know that it's there and that it does mm-hmm. something like who knows how they got the information i mean that's really the biggest like hole in it is like so Apparently, because when they show up and they find the ship with the giant creature in it, mm-hmm. you know, like the giant skeleton that has its chest burst out yeah. to show that it apparently got, you know, the same fate uh, yeah. previously. <laughs> so, like, that thing crash landed there. Uh, is that where the aliens live? Or was the alien on that thing's ship and it made it crash? Who knows? Yeah. Either way. Now, those aliens are there on that planet where that ship has crashed. Mm-hmm. And somehow, Whalen Yutani knows about it. Yeah. <laughs> and so now they're like, okay. Unless that was their ship, that was Whalen Yutani's ship. But it's like a crazy alien monster. You know what I mean? Like driving that thing. Like that's something that yeah. I definitely know is that that ship is not Whalen Yutani. Okay. Like that that is a creature. Okay. And that those creatures that were on that ship got the same fate of having the aliens like gotcha. stick shit in them. Yeah. Uh, what's okay. confusing though, it's like, yeah, in terms of the information, because it's like, okay, so the, the contracts for the people on the Whaling Yutani towing ships include a clause about going to distress beacons. Mm-hmm. So Whaling Yutani somehow knows that there's a ship with crashed alien eggs in it on this planet that is sending out a distress beacon. Yeah. And therefore know to send one of their towing ships nearby in order to intercept that so that they have to go to the planet because their contracts state it. Yeah. So that they land and then get infected and then bring the alien back like they want. But if they know that the aliens are there and there's a ship with a distress beacon and they have all of that information, why aren't they just going there? You know what I mean? Like, why haven't they just been like, okay, let's just go to that planet instead of playing this fucking cutesy game of like, oh, what's that? We hear something in the distance. Yeah. You know, because like in the movie, it's awesome because these people don't know that. Mm -hmm. You know, they know none of any of this weird stuff that you you kind of wind up inferring over the course of the movie. Yeah. You know, they're just sitting there like, oh, fuck, there's a beacon. We got to go check it out. And then they discover it and they're like, fuck, we shouldn't have come. And checked on this beacon because this is horrible. <laughs> yeah, it's then, a warning. Yeah, it really, instead of, it's not a SOS. Which, real quick, there was no program or anything on that ship that could read binary code. <laughs> I mean, I love, I love <laughs> the like vibe and the aesthetic of these old, older like 70s and even mm-hmm. some, into the 80s like sci fi movies where like, obviously that far into the future we would still not be using tube you know screens and stuff like that and it wouldn't be like beep boop bop boop 
beep, boop. You know what yeah. I mean? It would be like oh, and a touch screen and the this and the that, you know, yeah. like obviously. More, more minority report. <laughs> yeah, a little bit more minority report. Uh, but like, you know, it. It it works. I'm I just I go with it. So yeah. like even when it's something stupid like that, where it's like somehow in the future you haven't figured this out, it's like yeah, okay. Like it seemed really silly to me. I wrote it in my notes. I just wrote, Oh, you landed on a rock and broke the ship. Yeah. Like it's just the one landing thing comes down and lands on a rock wrong, and the whole thing is like, oh fuck. Mm-hmm. It's like that's like, all it takes. You it, it, it can't just- go like and yeah. just land kind of wonky like it broke there's, the whole fucking ship yeah there's no hydraulics to just like make that like <laughs> yeah. a little shorter yeah, this ship doesn't have shocks yeah you know it's just like stock still like, unk, unk. like it's, it seems All silly right. to me like that they broke it so easily yeah. <laughs> um and then obviously i love the fact that like they then obviously they go off onto the planet and all that. And I wrote like it was 1979 before we had enough monsters and space movies to know that going out onto the alien planet means unavoidable death. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like nobody should leave the ship ever. Yeah. Uh, and I'm sure like in the world of people seeing that movie, I'm sure that there wasn't as, you know, like there, mm-hmm. there's a level of cynicism all these years later that like this movie and like Halloween, you know, same kind of era, like classic scary movies where like to now people sit there and look at it and they're like, why are you going in there? Why are you yeah. doing this? Why are you doing, you know, it's always this case of like, you should know better movie character. Yeah. Despite the fact that it's like, well, that wasn't the case when this came out. Yeah. People watching it were like, oh, fuck. They weren't like, you idiots. Yeah. Don't go in the ship. Because I'm sure when they went in the ship, they were like, holy fuck, look at that. Because mm-hmm. it's awesome looking. Oh, yeah. There's that moment when they're walking next to where that giant skeleton guy sits. Mm-hmm. Those are Ridley Scott's kids in the spacesuits to make everything look huge. Uh-huh. You know what I mean? Like that's that's like that again, that level yeah. of craftsmanship of just like that's amazing. All in camera, all done, and you're just what? like, wow, and you're yeah. you're wowed by it. And it's not just like, oh, look at how awesome that computer rendered a giant skeleton. Mm-hmm. It's like they're in a room with it. It's mm-hmm. right there. Yeah. It's awesome. You know what I mean? And in that time, nobody was like, don't go in the ship because duh. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, why would yeah. Dallas go in the vents all by himself? And it's like, well, because <laughs> shut up. Yeah. Because they don't know anything about this thing. <laughs> you know mm-hmm. what I mean? Like, there's been like 40 years of fucking alien franchise since then yeah. to show us, you know, every iteration of how this thing murders people. But at this point in the movie, it was like, we don't know what it is. Yeah. That's one of my favorites. Mm-hmm. Even though, again, everything feels so old. It's like, yeah. we're going to need a device that tracks stuff to let us know that something's <laughs> here. And it's fucking huge you know mm-hmm. what i mean like dallas yeah. has to hold it with two hands yeah and now it would be like that's an app on our little pad here like that's how it would really be in the future but oh, they yeah. still have to like fucking like crank it it's- with a gas thing like, <laughs> like practically that's the level they're working with <clears throat> and then like the fact that there's no way for them to like see him they just have to work with like the dots on the thing. You know, there's mm-hmm. no like, we're all looking at the cameras. Yeah. It's like, we're looking at dots. Oh God, the dots getting closer to you. Yeah. <laughs> but it still works. Like that's actually better. Yeah. You know, you're just imagining that it's getting closer. Mm-hmm. And then that wonderful line that I don't know if anybody like who was like making it realized how important it was, at least to me to make that scene so great is when Dallas starts moving 
And I think it's Lambert. You just kind of hear over the commotion of everybody yelling. He's like, no, not that way. Yeah. Where you realize like, oh, fuck. Like he moved and they saw the dot move towards the creature. And they were like, oh, fuck. Like, oh, it was terrifying. I loved yeah. it. Like even watching it again now, I was still like, oh, I yeah, love like, that detail. Uh, that it's like, it's not like he tries to get away from it and it catches up to him. He just runs straight <laughs> into it. And that's so much more terrifying that it's just like, blam, in his face. Mm -hmm. I love it. Just before Dallas went into the air vents, was that when they split up into teams? Yeah. And uh, and Brett, that's when Brett goes. Yeah. When he's uh, trying to find the cat. Yeah. <laughs> and he starts off with kitty, kitty, kitty. Uh, Jones. <laughs> Jonesy. Um, <laughs> and he starts meowing at it. <laughs> it's like, it's such like a, obviously what's going to happen here. Cause it's mm -hmm. like, who is, I forget who it was. Was it Dallas and Ripley and Brett? And then they were no, like, we're going to go ahead. Oh, okay. And yeah, it was, but it was Ripley and Parker. And they're mm -hmm. like, we're going to go ahead though. You get the cat so that we don't find the cat again yeah. on the, on the scan. Yeah. And then it's like, oh, someone's left alone. Here mm -hmm. comes the monster. Mm -hmm. Uh, and then he, you know, gets taken out. I love that set of Why that room he goes into. Why is in that part of the ship? I love it. And it makes no sense. And I don't care. And it's like, if there's a billion things that nerds can hand wave away by being like, you know what it might be, then this is one that I'll, I'll let it slide to. <laughs> because I absolutely agree with Ridley Scott that it worked. Because he got notes from the studio about that. Yeah. They were like, what is this room? Why like, is this it is raining? a ship? Like, where is the water coming from? Why are there chains everywhere? What is it for? And he was just like, it's for atmosphere, assholes. Yeah. <laughs> like, that was basically it. And he's like, I don't really give a shit that it doesn't work in terms of like, how does this ship work? Because mm -hmm. I love this scene and I love how it looks and it makes it better. So that's how it is. And I, I'm just like, yeah, I'm on your side. I think it looks great. I don't know if it, uh, I'm sure you could have made a similarly cool sequence. Mm -hmm. in a room that makes more sense <laughs> to be on a spaceship <laughs> but like truthfully i like i don't give a shit that ship is so huge that like whatever i mean there must be like some sort of thing that's creating something that's creating steam that then has to get released in another section of the ship that turns into condensation that then drips down into that room who cares <laughs> there's rain <laughs> i mean my my assumption just going with it is there's some sort of like there's major re reactor i mean that too <laughs> there's an old shitty ship it's leaking <laughs> yeah i mean that's, that's even easier yeah really <laughs> should have just said that first but yeah i mean i i love it though i agree that it just like it sets the scene mm -hmm. And at no point was I like, oh, what is their sunroof open and the rain's getting in? I was just like, whatever. Yeah. Like I, it registered that it didn't make sense, but my brain was like, but I don't care. Yeah. <laughs> so it's, I was like, all right. Yeah, I I wrote like, why is it wet in that part of the ship? It's like it's raining in the ship. Next <laughs> note, did that little thing grow into that big one? Mm hmm. Oh. That's that yeah. I, quick. It does, and oh, I my. love it, and it's like that's something that I think like was most certainly a factor in the like terror mm -hmm. of people watching this movie for the first time in 79 like yeah. before there were that many <laughs> giant alien monster movies that looked this fucking scary and real <laughs> you know what i mean it wasn't just like man in rubber suit yeah like it was but it didn't really feel that way mm -hmm. you know and so like them having seen like okay so there was that weird like spider thing 
and then that died yeah and then that thing came out of cane and it was this little like wormy gross thing like Ugh. yeah and then it ran off so that's what they're looking for and then it was like oh my god yeah like it, there's not a there's not a middle stage where it's like the size of a dog at least or not something. that they saw exactly but that you're just like oh fuck like they're looking for something <laughs> tiny and here comes this giant horrible monster yeah like oh that must have been a great like bait and switch for people like where is it where is it where is it and then you don't even realize that like oh my god yeah because it's actually in the scene before you see it oh i'm sure in it one, is in one of the big wide shots it's like curled up into a ball up near the chains and okay. stuff kind of like hiding itself okay and it, yeah, 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 it's definitely something you don't notice if you're just watching it the first time. But it's just like cool that like, oh, fuck, it's there. Yeah. You know, <laughs> much like that moment at the end that I also love mm-hmm. where you don't even realize. I mean, I like I knew that it was in the ship. I had a I feeling knew, it was yeah, going like, to be. I was like, there's like 15 minutes left in this movie. Like the alien is going to be on the fucking ship. Of yeah, course it is. That was one one of my notes towards the end. I was like, I know about the like double ending mm-hmm. and I enjoy it. But I also feel like it takes too long to get there. <laughs> if she had started giving the speech at the end before she realized the alien was still there. Yeah. I would have preferred that because then you feel like the movie's ending. Yeah. You know what I mean? She gets in the ship. She sits down. She starts talking into the thing about, you know, the crew and the creature and the this and the that. So then you're like, okay, yeah. And now it's going to end on the. And then you're like, oh, God, it's not over. It's there. You know, like that would have, I felt, in my opinion, mm-hmm. like reverse how that happens. Cause in the meantime, she's just walking around in her underwear. Yeah. And you're just like, what is, what's going on? Like, it's clear that we're not done. Yeah. But you're also really not doing anything right now. She's yeah. just kind of tooling around the ship a little bit. <laughs> so you're like, obviously this is going somewhere and then like it when it finally does it's nice because it's like oh shit it's right it was in the frame and you didn't notice yeah but at the same time you're kind of like yeah you could have gotten to that (laughs) we could have (laughs) fucking done that a little quicker is there any explanation to uh you are my lucky star not that i know of just that that's what uh that's what sigourney weaver chose to sing Okay. Like on on the set when she was doing it, and as like a calming technique, you know, like that. I'm assuming that's what it was, of just mm-hmm. like oh, trying to keep yourself Calm centered and, and, and yeah, and... focused on something. So she was singing it. Apparently, the producers were really pissed. They're like, <laughs> "Fuck, that costs us a lot of money. We have to pay for that because you're singing that song." You know, like <laughs> that's pretty funny to me. Um, <clears throat> also, um, why did the ship blow up three times? <laughs> I mean. <laughs> like I get it like big space action whatever yeah you want to see but, it you paid for it you want to see it <laughs> but it, it, I'm not talking about you I'm talking about the producers they paid to blow shit up they want it in the movie so <laughs> every shot so, of the explosion I'm sure is in there <laughs> were they I'm I'm assuming they were blowing up miniatures yeah they were all miniatures all the ships just, and, the, and the stuff like that it yeah. just it like it full on exploded three times <laughs> I mean, like, like I said once Fine. Twice, like, okay, top half, bottom half, whatever, fine. Third, like, what the fuck was that? <laughs> that one was just excessive. Oh, um, man. One, sorry, one thing that I loved, though, like, for the most part, like I said, a lot of the characters act a little more naturally and a little less, like, movie character-y. Mm-hmm. Uh, except for the one part that I just, like, I was like, god damn it, man. They make fun of this in, in 
you know, recent movies a lot, but it's been happening forever because movies will movie. Uh, <laughs> it's the fact that the, <laughs> they're like, you know, they have Kane on the ship. He's unconscious with the monster on his face. Uh, mm -hmm. There's the one part where I think Parker suggests just freezing him again. Mm -hmm. And I was like, how is that not the immediate thing? Yeah. You know what I mean? Just just do that and figure it out when you have the chance. Yeah. Just do that. I don't and understand when, why it's not. And and why would Ash fight that? Because that's. Yeah, really. It's still there, right? Yeah. <laughs> so, like, it makes sense. I don't Yeah, it was weird that that plan just got shunted off. Like, no, 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 no. I was like, wait, why not? That's a really good plan. Yeah. Um. Later, you know, they're all doing shit or whatever. Ash is, you know, still in the bay, like, checking on Kane, obviously. Like, he's down there doing that shit. And then he calls up to wherever they are because again mm. i'm not 100 percent on the geography of the ship so i don't know how long it takes yeah to get from certain places to certain places <laughs> but there's a point where like ash calls in to tell them something like hey everyone have an update on whatever and they're like yeah what's going on and he's like it'd be quicker if you just came and looked and i just wrote in what world is it quicker for them to do that instead of you just saying hey guys he woke up yeah because that's what they go down and find yeah and it's just the cliche of, like, you need to take a look at this mm -hmm. instead of just telling them what they're going to be looking at because it's quicker and easier. And, you know, what I mean? like, there's yeah. no reason to be like, you guys are going to need to wait about five minutes as you traverse the ship and get down here <laughs> before you learn a thing I could have said to you mm -hmm. in one second. Yeah. <laughs> like, wouldn't it be better to know that on your way down? Like, he's awake and alert. Yeah. Because then they're like, oh, cool. Instead yeah. of being like, I have news about your comatose friend. Like, oh, you God. should You should really come down here, though. You know what I mean? That yeah. makes it seem like he has died. Yeah. <laughs> and then you get the exact opposite. It was like a cruel surprise. <laughs> it may have been two different people. Like, it sounded like their, like, mother, which is a whole uh -huh. other thing that I... The robot. It, it, the ship. The sh yeah, I mean, essentially the ship, yeah. I don't know how I feel about that. <laughs> Why? I just I, don't, I guess it it definitely adds a level to the creepiness because it's like I I wouldn't want to be in a ship that's just gonna like control decide when, things yeah yeah the fact that it like it has the information of like everyone else is expendable uh huh well yeah I mean yes obviously it's a terrifying thing yeah but like it, you made it sound like I don't like the idea of there being a robot they can talk to. No, <laughs> it like, makes no, for a bad movie. No, 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 no. It's a, it's a personal thing. I'm like, I, I don't yeah, know how I feel you'd about. You'd rather it be a human in control of things. Yeah. I mean, because you can shoot a human. You can. I loved it because of like you were saying, like the fact that it was like another like scary part of it of like, oh mm -hmm. fuck, this thing knows that this thing is here, and that's actually part of its plot. Yeah. And it will also let us all die, and doesn't care because it knows that that's. That's not, that's, <laughs> yeah, that's that, a that secondary. We're not the important part yeah. of this scenario anymore. Like, oh shit, like we've trusted this robot for how long? Mm -hmm. And now suddenly it's like, oh, by the way, I don't care about any of you because yeah. I'm a robot. Like, yeah. oh, that's right. I did like that uh, Sigourney called it a bitch. <laughs> <laughs> um, and I, I also loved that part when Dallas goes in and tries to ask it, like, how do we kill this thing? Yeah. And it was just like, I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> Basically, the robot's like, just like, Unclear. Fuck to find out, yeah. Who Unable knows, to clarify. Buddy? Like, oh, uh. that sucks. Uh, and you gotta love, like, there's... Uh, in reading about how the movie, like, came together and how the writers... Because it was, it was Dan O'Bannon wrote the screenplay and the story was him and uh, Ronald Shusset. Uh They wrote it together. But, like, them 
coming together. Like a lot of the great and cool and interesting ideas about how this thing works is because they were putting in the time to be like, it can't be this simple because that's lame Mm -hmm. or that's boring or that's been done before. So they had to come up with something else and it breeds, you know, this really like original crazy monster because they're like, yeah, okay, so obviously they're going to land on a planet and the monster's going to get on their ship. It can't just sneak on their ship. Yeah. You know, like it can't just somehow get on and then, oh, and now it's there and whatever. So, you know, rack their brains, rack their brains trying to figure it out. And then one of them at one point was like, what if it screwed one of them and like put itself into them and like planted a seed and then that's where they got the idea of mm-hmm. the eggs and the face hugger and that's how it gets on the ship is like stow away in the, one of the humans like yeah. oh that's awesome all right let's do that and then they were also thinking about like okay so then when they're fighting it they can't just shoot it you know what i mean like yeah. it can't be so easy that they just like blast it but also, it can't be indestructible because that's not fun. Yeah. Because then you can't beat it. So it's like it, there needs to be something. So it's like, okay, acid blood. Mm-hmm. So that like if they were to shoot it, possibly its blood would spray out and breach the hole and kill everyone. Yeah. So like all those th- of like trying to trying to figure out how to do it in a new way and do, to, to make it more fun and make it something <laughs> original. Like, it just shows, like, they put the work in to do it, and oh, they yeah. got the results. Like, holy shit. Absolutely. So cool. Like, such an awesome monster <laughs> that, like, truthfully, you could, like, you know, obviously sequels and franchises and all that are going to are gonna try to, like, you go bigger, and you go crazier, and you go, you know, you got to make it bigger <laughs> and better and whatever. But it's just, like, literally just make it, like, uh, and then there's, a, a, a you know, like, a s- satellite station you know, somewhere, mm-hmm. and an alien gets on it, and here we go again. Like it, that's all you need because this monster's so fucking awesome. Yeah, that it could just be a different group of people in the exact same scenario. Just make the setting a little different so that you don't have the exact same shots. Yeah, but it's like this monster <laughs> could do this forever. Yeah, it's perfect. This exact monster because it was just shot out into space. Yeah, we knows? don't know if it's dead. Yeah, it could survive out there. <laughs> it's very adaptable. That's what. Ash told us, and yeah. that seemed like the truth. Yeah, he's I a liked, robot now, so I don't know. Yeah, I mean, I really dug that scene, and I, I assume that all of that was truth because by the end mm-hmm. of it, he's kind of just telling them that they're screwed. So it's like, well, why would he be lying then? Yeah. <laughs> also, I have always thought it was weird that Ash tries to cram a magazine down Ripley's throat <laughs> as his as his like attempt to kill her. Yeah. <laughs> Whereas, like, like in my head, I'm like, okay, maybe this style of robot and i mean the fact that they like beat it up and then break it it shows Mm -hmm. that it's like not some sort of like terminator kind of robot but it's like is it really not strong enough to like take her down you know like it it being a robot like (laughs) it it can't just like attack and kill her like strangle her like i'm a robot i can't feel pain yeah or anything so even if you're fighting against me like i don't get tired you know Mm -hmm. what i mean so i could just go like and hold your throat and then you're dead right Unless, Unless they, they're so weak that she could just be like, eh, and shove they, it off herself. They gave him, like, the appropriate strength for what that man would <laughs> for have. what he looked like. <laughs> so that it's not suspicious. Yeah, I guess so. <laughs> uh, but, yeah, it was just funny to me that they, they were able to just, like, easily beat up the robot. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like, that, what? most That's science fiction shows you a robot that, like, you know, it's <clears throat> pretty tough. Yeah. <laughs> this one's kind of a wimp. It's one of those ones that I'm surprised they have not brought back yet. 
You know what I mean? Like yeah. in our current era of all these old horror movies getting new versions or even not even necessarily horror movies because that one, the, the newest Terminator movie had Linda Hamilton back. Okay. So like Linda yeah, yeah. Hamilton's come back. Fucking Jamie Lee Curtis has come back. Mm-hmm. You know, like fucking let's get Sigourney in here. Let's yeah. get her fucking fighting some more goddamn aliens. <laughs> I wouldn't even give a shit if it was like, and then this movie is called Alien and it's a direct sequel to the 1979 movie <laughs> Alien. I would be like, awesome. Let's do this. Fuck the rest of them. I don't even care. <laughs> it would be wonderful. Um, but yeah, I mean, so glad to have watched it again. So glad to have mm-hmm. that you had seen it now. Uh, you, you know, just to share like movies that I love, like this yeah. one's really good. You I should see it, even if it's not like, oh, now it's one of my favorite movies too. But yeah. just like to have seen it, and it's it it's it's alien, and yeah. it's referenced all <laughs> over the place. And I'm sure that there will be things that you look at a little differently mm-hmm. now that you've like, oh yeah, I've you know now yeah. now when you see a thing you've seen a million times that has been a reference to it you'll be like and now i've seen the real one too yeah <laughs> i do i do very much enjoy when that happens when mm-hmm. other pop culture things reference start falling yeah, into place yeah references start clicking like uh-huh. ah, i get it now <laughs> all right all right it's like being in on an inside joke mm-hmm. it's i mean it's it's wonderful and it's fun every once in a while to do a like classic movie even though obviously the conversation tends to be a little bit less like what the fuck were we just watching yeah and more just like oh like fawning or gushing or whatever Mm -hmm. uh it's still like this this is a classic for a reason it's a nice change of pace too that like we get to you know have the opportunity to like sit down and watch a good fun enjoyable movie you know something that we enjoy from start to finish and such a huge franchise it's so wild to me like and it's wild and not because like this first movie is like a little unassuming Mm -hmm. you know what i mean it's like there's like i mean are there any gunshots in it i don't think so i don't think anybody uses a gun not an actual gun there's the flamethrower yeah but it's like there's a little bit of flamethrowering and then the the cattle prod (laughs) yeah 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 that thing but it's like you know it's not like some crazy like shoot them up there's not Mm -hmm. a million monsters like, There's not really a whole lot of blood. <clears throat> yeah, there really isn't. It's like the horrible stuff is a lot of like implication mm-hmm. and just like just off screen, but you yeah, can hear it. Yeah, exactly. That kind of junk that is like it's a little bit like I said, it's just it's sort of unassuming in mm-hmm. a way. Like it's it looks good. And obviously, like we said, the like set design, the alien design, all that kind of stuff is so top notch that like that's the part that I'm not surprised. Mm-hmm. You know, where it's like, oh, yeah, of course, fucking audiences wanted to see more. Yeah. You know what I mean? Because it's like in the next movie, it's <clears throat> kind of exactly what I just described. Where it's like there's a million monsters. There's a ton <laughs> of guys with machine guns. It's this huge, big thing. Like, that's that's what they wind up doing with it. Because, all, yeah. All I know about it is Sigourney Weaver, Bill Paxton and Game Over, man. Exactly. I mean, it's it's it is wonderful. It is its own thing. It's possible that you might even like it like way better because there that's sort of just a thing that happens. There's yeah. people who love Alien better. There's people who love Aliens better. It's it just it's a it's a it's a toss up kind of. Yeah, I'm but sure like, we'll be able to work Aliens in on a future I'm date. Sure, totally. But like, it almost feels like crazy that that this becomes like a what is it like seven movie you know like five <laughs> video games tons of like <clears throat> comics crossovers all sorts of, yeah crossovers this huge franchise mm-hmm. you know and it and it's 
a sort of a subdued yeah. first movie, you know, yeah. where it's like, you know, if you if you try to take this movie and turn it into a video game, you know what I mean? You're like, what? So what do you do? You, you like walk around and then it attacks you. And- <laughs> yeah, there's a whole level where you're just like, I can't let you in. Guys, I can't let you in. Yeah. Like, that's not a video game. You know, it's 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 a much like sort of quieter kind of affair. Yeah. But then like just just the world that they set this in mm-hmm. was so ripe mm-hmm. that it could just go in a million different directions. And like yeah, like I said before, I was watching those terrible Alien versus Predator movies. <laughs> they're terrible. Uh, but there's moments in them that are fun because it's because you're simply like you're playing in that sandbox again. Yeah. Of like oh and there's the chamber full of eggs that's what it looks like in this movie and then they oh they're gonna open because they're they're coming out of the thing but i think that is gonna wrap it up for popcorn for dinner for this week Mm -hmm. maybe i'll figure out what the theme of this month is or maybe it'll completely stump me i am really hoping that the last movie is like it is sort of the like final the, the nail like, the, the, like... The, yeah like okay yeah this is this is absolutely what the theme is okay i mean yes i'm hoping Fingers so as crossed. well uh, but either way i mean honestly i'm not even i'm not even like i would not be mad or upset if i didn't guess it if anything it would just be like oh i gotta try harder you know what i mean like i gotta try harder next time i guess um but yeah uh this is jeff and kelly I don't want to hear it. I want to go party. Party.